Welcome to Choose to Become, a podcast about discovering yourself, cultivating self-love, and choosing to do the work to become the very best version of you. I'm your host, Lindsay Casey, and I'm so excited that you're here. On this show, we talk about all the things. We talk about self-development, healing, and just basically creating a life that we love. Stay tuned. Hello and welcome to Choose to Become. So glad you're here. I am getting back from a one-month sort of hiatus from recording. I took some time to really just, to just be, to not have to do anything, to not have to be a teacher or to be all the things. I was just spending time with family, with myself, and processing what has been a really insane year, right? the end of 2020 and what the fuck it's been a crazy year it's been it's been 2020 and if you're listening you've lived through 2020 so first of all congratulations on surviving what the fuck we're still in a pandemic we are still like where I live in California we just went back on like a lockdown I already thought we were on lockdown so that's a thing but yeah we're back on sort of lockdown there's no more eating outdoors it's just stay home which maybe we should have done from the gate but that's a whole nother episode but yeah so we're ending the year kind of in the same place that we found ourselves when we initially discovered the pandemic where we're spending more time at home and I think a lot of us had these high hopes that like 2021 was going to be magically different. That like at midnight on the end of the last day of the year, all of COVID would be gone. We would be entering 2021 in this new space. And the harsh reality is we're going into 2021 still fully in a pandemic, still fully on you know, sheltering in place, depending on where you live. And so not much has changed. So as we're going into a new year, we're in that space of like, how do I want to show up? Who do I want to be in this new year? You know, what are my goals? What are the outcomes that I want for the year? We may still be feeling some uncertainty. So this episode is what do you want to leave in 2020? Even though we're going into a new year, There's a lot of the same uncertainty that came with COVID-19. And a big thing that I've been really thinking about and a part of why I took time away from creating content for the last month was A, processing what the fuck happened in 2020, right? I mean, taking some space because throughout the whole year, I was still, I mean, I started this podcast in January. Oh, I was so, you know, naive in retrospect about, how the year would go, all the things that I could do, you know, and then March, the world changed for everyone. And so I took some time this last month to look at, okay, A, this was a crazy year. How do I feel about that? How do I feel at this point in the year? And B, you know, where are we at now? Taking stock of where we are collectively, where I am personally, and really looking at you know, how can I step into this new year and still create a life that I love and still follow through on my goals and dreams, even though COVID is still a thing, even though we're still 
at home. So I want to invite you to get your journal. You know, I love journaling. So get a journal, get paper, you know, or really to just prepare yourself to think about what are the things that I want to leave in this year? What are the habits maybe that I picked up during this year? These coping mechanisms that maybe weren't so healthy that I want to leave in this year. So that's what we're covering today. But before we dive in, I really want to pause and take a full breath in and out and take another one with me. Take a full inhale in, fill up your lungs and then exhale that out, open the mouth and just take a couple full breaths, maybe close the eyes if that's available to you just to ground, just to arrive here and be really present. And just check in with how you're feeling in this moment as you're coming to listen to this podcast at this moment in your day, in your life. Where are you at mentally, emotionally? How are you feeling? Maybe placing the hands to the heart or to the belly, wherever you feel like that grounding sensation, maybe just closing the eyes and taking that full breath in helps you arrive, but really allowing yourself to be present here. So this is a big deal. I feel like this is even bigger than going into any other new year because We don't have, I mean, of course we have hope. Of course we're like excited, but we don't have like that blind, naive, like this is my year. You know, we know that shit can pop off in any second. And we learn that through the events of 2020, whether it was just COVID, whether it was things that came um, as a result of, you know, COVID. If you got sick, maybe you lost your job, maybe, you know, you're homeschooling your kids, whatever it is that your life shifted drastically in this year, you have a better understanding of what it means to pivot. You have an understanding of shit can change at any moment and I really am not in control. So what I want to do as we're going into this new year and we're setting goals because I fully feel like we still should, you know, this year maybe was a wash for you. Maybe it was different. Maybe you didn't achieve all the things that you wanted to because you spent so much time just processing what was happening in real time. And I can so empathize with that because I spent so much time just processing like what was happening, you know? And so if that was the case for you, give yourself some grace, give yourself some love because holy fuck, it's been crazy. So before you judge yourself and say that the year was, you know, totally messed up, Give yourself a little space. Give yourself some breath. Just understand that it was a really hard fucking year. But now we have the opportunity to choose something different for 2021 because we're going into it knowing that there's still a lot of unexpected stuff happening. We're still sheltering in place. We're still dealing with the uncertainty collectively. So what can you do to step into this new year as your best self, despite all the stuff that you can't control. Today, we get clear on what you can control. And to do that, we're going to decide what do I want to leave in 2020? 
you know, I keep seeing on social media and just in conversations with friends and family, you know, so many people are like, I just, just let this year end. I can't, I can't wait for this year to be over. I can't wait for 2021. And, you know, you know, I'm positive, you know, I'm all about like, you know, reframing, but what I want to point out and what I get a little concerned about is when I hear people say that 2021 isn't going to be magically different, right? I mean, we're seeing that now we're seeing that we're still in a similar space. So it's dangerous to entertain the idea that as soon as the clock hits midnight and it's the first of January, that somehow things are going to be fucking different. No, no. The only thing that's going to be different is the date. Hello. Right? So let's decide now before we get to that space. Okay. If I want things to be different, I have to be different. I have to look at the stuff that I'm doing. I have to look at what I want. And I have to look at what are the things that I'm doing? What are the beliefs that I have? Who are the people in my life that don't support what I want to do with my life? And the changing of a year isn't the answer. So let's talk about it. For me, the biggest thing I want to leave in 2020 is the idea that I have to control every little thing. So let me unpack that. So what I, the biggest thing for me that I learned this year was like, I don't care how much you've planned. I don't care how pretty your planner is. I don't care how many times you put this on your vision board. Things are going to happen that are going to disrupt the dreams and goals that you have for your life. And that is what we're realizing in real time. And that really fucked me up this year. You know, I did so many things that I had planned to do and I'm really proud of myself for that. But I can see personally that I could have done maybe more if I hadn't spent so much time processing the changes that I couldn't control. I hope that makes sense. So going into this next year, yes, I did a vision board. Yes, I am going to write out my goals. Yes, I am going to still dream big. But I am also going to account for the things that I can't control. I am also going to account for maybe needing more rest because my mind can only handle so much shit. This is so much bigger than goals. This is so much bigger than profession or entrepreneurship or anything that you want to build. This is that, but it's also what is your plan for coping with unexpected stuff that pops off? What is your plan if This time next year, December of 2021, we're still in a pandemic. Of course, I don't want that. So this isn't me being like, oh, we're fucked and this is what it is. This is me looking at the last year of my life and realizing that I spent way too much time processing and trying to navigate what was happening because I wasn't prepared. And while we can't prepare for all things as we know, I think it's important to note that We are going into this year knowing, like for where I live in California, we're sheltering in place until mid-January. And because I lived through 2020 and saw how that played out, you know, yeah, it would be really cute if like mid-January all is well and we can do all the things we want to do, but there's a good chance that we won't be able to. 
And so what I'm putting into my plans for the year are extra days for rest. You know, I'm giving myself more time to do the things that I want to do. I'm accounting for the unexpected. And that is the biggest thing that I'm doing differently this year as I'm planning that I've never done before. I'd never planned for the unexpected. And so one thing that I'm leaving in 2020 is this idea that I'm in full control of everything. You know, I can write down everything that I want to do. I can have scheduled dates. I can put in time slots in my calendar. But at the end of the day, I'm still not in control. And so that's probably the biggest thing that I'm leaving is this idea that in order for my life to be good and in order for me to be productive, that I have to control all the little details and all the things that happen. You know, I hope that for you. I hope that you realized, and not in a disempowering way, but I hope that you've, you know, are able to look back at your life and look, at, look back at this year and realize A, I did the best I could, and B, where could I be better? Where could I pivot with a little bit more ease as I move forward? So maybe for you, something that you want to leave in 2020 is your sense of control. You know, your sense of fear of what could happen. You know, I think a lot of us are living in fear because we didn't expect that. Nobody really saw this coming. And because it's affected various, very important parts of our life, there's a lot of fear around that. I know for me specifically, definitely, you know, there was a lot of fear. There was a lot of feeling like I wasn't doing enough while also, you know, trying to process something that I had never gone through, something that no one else had gone through. There was no one. Who could you turn to for advice on how to deal with a fucking pandemic? Like, I don't know anybody else that's lived through this that is able to have that conversation. So that's the biggest thing for me that I'm leaving in 2020 and that I want to invite you to leave is that idea of for things to go my way and for me to be successful, I have to control every single detail of how it occurs and what happens because that's not real life. Another thing for me that I want to leave in 2020 is this idea of worrying about how what I'm doing is being received by others. And that's a tricky one for me because I'm, you know, doing this public figure thing. I'm a teacher. I teach yoga. I teach meditation. You know, I teach self-development. Um, I'm finishing up my book, Choose to Become, the book version. And, you know, as I'm revising that because I'm having to make so many updates and revisions because there was so much that I learned in 2020 that I had to add into the book. There's no way I could have finished this book and not included what I've learned about myself and my own healing and, you know, just the depth of really choosing who you want to become, even during the hardest times of your life. You know, I can't worry about how that's going to be received by everyone you know, how other people perceive me as a teacher, as a woman, as a mother, you know, that's something as a, you know, recovering, definitely recovering people pleaser. I worry about that. I spent a lot of time worried about, oh gosh, like, 
what if people don't understand it? Or I wonder what people think if I'm not as productive as I'd like to be. And who does that serve? Nobody. It's not helping you. It's not giving you any positivity or inspiration. It's definitely not helping me because it's making me feel trapped in my own, you know, fear of judgment. And, you know, if that's something that you struggle with too, as far as, you know, worrying about what do people think of you as far as what you're putting out into the world, we're not for everybody, right? There's going to be people that are like, bitch, I love what you're doing. I'm here for it. I'm going to buy all the books. I listen to all your episodes. I take notes. I love y'all who have reached out and said that. They're my people. They're the ones that resonate with my journey. They're the ones that resonate with what I have to say. These are the people that I'm meant to serve. But there's always going to be people that are like, "Mm, I don't know, sis. Like, I don't really feel it. I don't get it. And, you know, the Lindsay of my past and the Lindsay that I'm, you know, working to grow out of is, is concerned with that. Because I want, of course you want people to like us, right? Like I want people to like me. I want people to receive what I'm doing. I want people to understand the intention behind what I'm doing. But at the end of the day, and it goes back to the control thing, I can't control who likes what I do. I can't control who's going to resonate with the content that I put out. You know, it may be 10 people. It may be 15,000. But at the end of the day, I have to come with my truth. I can only teach from what I've learned, you know? And so if someone's not walking through trauma, if somebody's not walking through, you know, self-criticism or insecurity or all the things that I teach about, they're not going to resonate with my stuff. And it doesn't mean that my stuff is trash. It just means that they're not part of that audience. And that's okay. So that's another thing. So what do we have too, right? We have the need to control. We have the fear of judgment, you know, and that goes hand in hand with like playing small. That's something that, you know, I'm working towards a lot of big shifts in my personal life coming into this new year. And, you know, I notice when I really unpack where my anxiety comes from around it, it's usually about, oh, what will people think of this decision? And I have to say, if I was talking to a friend or I was talking to someone else, a client, and they said that, I would be like, girl, fuck them. You know, like not like on some mean shit, but just like, no, like if this is your truth, if this is the life that you want to leave, live rather, if this is the life that you want to live, if this is where you want to go with your life and this is what makes you happy, do that shit. Because at the end of the day, at the end of your life, If you don't make the decision that's going to make you happy, you can't blame those people that questioned it. You can only blame yourself for choosing to live in the shadow of what they feel that you should have. And that's not okay. And you really can't be mad at anyone but yourself. So no playing small in 2021. So we have to leave that in 2020. So those are just a couple of examples for me of things that I you know, want to leave behind things that I don't want to take with me into this new year is control and fear of what other people think and playing small. And so what I want for you, and you don't have to do it right now, 
But if you have, you know, pen and paper, get your journal and really maybe just start with journaling on, you know, what are some of the things that I've learned this year about myself that I don't want to take with me into the next year? And the beautiful thing about 2020 is that we've all spent a lot more time with ourselves than we ever have. And that's why, you know, it's like a coin. One side of that coin is like, if you have some deeper issues within yourself or within your relationships, then you probably have experienced breakdown within your relationships, maybe your mental health, maybe your emotional health, maybe realizing that you, you know, aren't as resilient as you'd like to be. So take that as a positive that yes, that was hard. But the other side of that is you have a better understanding of yourself, whether you like what you've seen or not about yourself. You have a better understanding of yourself on this last month of this crazy year than you did in January of 2020. So reframe that. Get empowered. Don't look at it like, oh, I'm a piece of shit or, oh, I, you know, I thought I was further along than I was and, oh, I should have done this or that. No. Look at it as this is where I'm at now, whether that's high or low. This is where I'm at now. Where do I want to go? What are the things that I don't like that I saw in myself that I do want to change? Because you know, deep down, if you pause and you shut off all the external bullshit, judgment, whatever, comparison, if you really sit with yourself, you know the things that you need to work on. You know the things that aren't working. So take these next few weeks before we go into the new year to decide and to really be intentional. Write it down. It is extra work, but it's also extra credit because you'll be able to look back on it and you'll see, man, this is where I was. Maybe it was super low. Maybe I was even depressed or worse. But this was my starting point and I chose what I wanted to leave behind because I saw what wasn't working. And you'll look back at that and you'll feel so empowered because you'll be like, yeah, started from the bottom. Now I'm here. Hashtag Drake voice. You know, like you will literally look back and realize, man, maybe I didn't start in a great place. Maybe I had some realizations about myself and about my life and patterns that, you know, maybe you realize you're the, you're the problem. You know, you're the one that's holding yourself back. I had that realization a couple years ago and here I am doing it, doing the work. So if you've had that realization, that's a beautiful thing. So allow yourself some grace, judgment free and just say, okay, this is me. This is it. You know, like being able to look at yourself and look at your inadequacies, the naked truth of it, that is the culprit for change. When we're able to be that honest with ourselves about here's all the things that I'm doing that aren't working, then we have something to work with. So use it as context. Don't use it as like self-damnation. Like really look at all the things that you realize this year. And use that as a launch pad into what you want to become. Surround yourself with people, even if it's just fucking on YouTube or on this podcast 
or any other podcast that makes you feel better, that makes you feel inspired, that allows you to look at yourself in an honest way so that you can make positive change. You know, it doesn't have to be people in your actual life. The beautiful thing about the pandemic is like, we're spending more time online. We have more access to stuff virtually. So take advantage of that. You know, listen to some podcasts, listen to some motivational things on YouTube, start journaling, get clear on what you want, and then fill your heart and fill your mind with what you want to become and let everything else fall away. You can choose what you want to leave in 2020. This isn't like an abstract thing. This isn't like a woo-woo thing like, oh, you know, if you write it down, it'll come true. No, you have to do that work and you have to decide and make changes every day to leave those things behind. But the more intentional that you can be with your life, the more you're going to start to see things manifest. That's it. That's all I got. Um, I really, really, really encourage you to get the pen and paper out on this one. I really encourage you to do some journaling, to do some soul searching on what isn't serving me. And who gives a fuck if you're letting go of something that, you know, maybe somebody else doesn't understand that decision. Maybe someone else doesn't benefit from that decision. This is your life. This is your life. And don't you want to feel good in it? You get to choose. So decide today what you want to leave in 2020 so that you can step into this new year, even with the uncertainty, even with the pandemic, even with, you know, all the things that you have that you feel are holding you back. Decide what you're leaving in 2020 so that you can make some space for what's to come. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope this episode served you. I'm really excited. If you can, follow me on Instagram at Lindsay Casey. Send me a DM. Let me know what are you leaving in 2020? Share this with a friend. Leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and I will talk to you soon.